Henry Kronqvist, and I'm the Dean of the Arduous College of Business and Economics at Chapman University. And we have this Campus to Career series, and today we're so happy and pleased to have with us one of our MBA graduates, and that's Olivia Schmidt, and she's VP of Portfolio Management with Zevia. Hello, everyone. My name is Tori Wynn. I'm the class of 2026, and I'm your Ardros College of Business and Economics Senator. We're here to welcome our very special guest, and let's kick it off with our first question. So, Olivia, can you please tell us about your day-to-day -day lifestyle, maybe how to be more productive, how do you wake up in the morning, what do you eat, and things that we can do as students that can reflect to our lives as well? Hi. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And um, I'll be happy to share all the tips that I have for all of the students of Chapman College. I live by the belief that you can do anything, but you cannot do everything. And we are all humans and there's only that much that you can do in a given day, given week, given months. And no matter what you put on your plate, you should be able to feel comfortable digesting that as well as living your life to the fullest and other areas of your needs? Would it be your personal life, sports, academics, professional life? Every morning, I, I cannot say that I'm an early bird. I do not wake up at 5 a.m. That's not me, but I'm a night owl. So I'm much more productive at night. So my day can start around 7, maybe 7.15, but it wraps probably around 1 or 2 a.m. So I'm a slightly different schedule than a lot of people. And uh, I'm trying to keep my day organized, either through the lists, through the tasks that I need to accomplish. There are different ways where you can prioritize your task to make sure that you have a satisfaction of scratching them off at the end of the day. One of them can be Eisenhower metrics. Other tools would be like just listing things top three that you really need to focus on and complete today. You can assign percentage of completion to each one of them in the early morning and then try to track against it. There are ways of rewarding yourself for completion of the task. Say if you completed one task, you can reward yourself with going outside and getting coffee. So you look forward to get a little bit of a treat at the end of the, of the task. So it's all about really knowing your capacity, knowing your ability to complete things and being realistic. Do not list 5 million things on one for one day because you know you're never going to complete them and you're going to get distracted. So having it focused around what can be really accomplished, I think that works for me. So Olivia, a lot of our students here at Chapman, they want to go into marketing, which is your field. So can you describe to us what are some of the different types of roles in marketing in different companies? And to give a little bit of an overview of that. Of course, like marketing, I think in general, all roles within marketing are important, but it really depends on where you would see yourself driving a change or making an impact as you're exceeding your career. Is it something on a strategic side? Is it something on a side of community management? Maybe it's something on a creative side where you feel a lot of passion for designing and creating things, developing packaging, building creative campaigns. All of those roles provide incredible and very important weight within the marketing department. If you think about the career path, there is a brand manager role. The brand manager is somebody who is very focused around the PL ownership, where you really have in-depth understanding of how the PL of your particular brand or product is structured. So you bear responsibility of costs, understanding those costs, tracking those costs, planning for those costs. You work with cross-functional teams on cost optimization and so on and so forth. There is a brand marketing side. That role will be more focused around campaign development, marketing strategies, execution, and so on and so forth. There is digital space where you have variety of roles within digital area. Would it be digital analytics? Would it be digital manager? Would it be 
digital uh, content creator. It all depends on where you see yourself and your skills to be applied most. There is area of creative space where you can be art director, designer, creative director, ultimately, and so on and so forth. So I really think it depends on, on the needs and your skill sets and where you know you can be passionate, where you can drive value for the company, for yourself in your career growth, as well as with your peers and your community. That's really great. And thank you so much for sharing in depth. So I really want to know a lot about your products. So maybe you can explain that. And on top of that, as students, we always have to elevate or pitch ourselves to anyone we meet, especially being in college in this Chapman campus. So maybe you can tell us how to pitch along with your branding too. Well, I'm happy to buy my products. Like you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> I think one of the reasons I'm in the field that I'm at in marketing is because of passion I have for what I do huge passion for my products, which is Zevia, zero sugar, zero calorie beverages that really provide an incredible alternative for people who are trying to get out of the sugary drinks into something that is better for them, where they don't have to compromise on taste. So you don't have to drink sparkling water that is maybe less diluted and not as tasty as soda, but you don't have to worry about getting sugar intake daily as you drink soda cans. So for us, for Zevia, we have a pretty important mission that we carry to make this world a better place for, through, the, through the lack of sugar that you provide into your everyday diet. It all pretty much ties to the, in my opinion, to the elevator pitches and to the, into the students thinking about their future and how they want to introduce themselves to the prospective employee or to the prospective partner. All I believe, truly believe, and I, it's rooted in my experience and in my personal beliefs that every person is unique. We just might not fully understand all those unique skills and those unique opportunities that each one of us has that I might have and Dean will not have and other way around. And that is your selling point when you go into the uh, marketplace as, an, as a potential job seeker. When you go into the career services and you talk to the prospective employers, what is this unique skill that you have? Are you coming from diverse background? Are you having diverse experiences in different types of disciplines? Have you completed a project that has been excelled on the entire campus and through the faculty? Were you able to drive a change in your local community that was impactful for your for your community or for the people around you? Was it something you volunteered and you make a difference with animals and pet shelters? There's always something that drives you. And this drive is your passion. That passion drives your skills because it's always easier to become excellent in something that you're very, very, very good than trying to make yourself a little bit better in something where you're not good. So try to understand what those strong sides are. Try to understand what makes you unique and different. Look at yourself from the, like at the, in the mirror and try to see those sides comparative to the other space. And as you build your elevator pitch, of course, we all talk about it should be short, it should be personal, personalized, but also I think it should be if you can provide a little bit of a nugget or something relevant to the person who you're talking to, would it be business related? Would it be industry related? Would it be politics, economics? Something that shows that you're not just reciting a repetitive pitch from one person to another, but that you understand the person you're talking to, you personalize it, you build it, and you provide an insight of a nugget to demonstrate your genuine interest, your genuine excitement and passion, I think that would make you stand apart. And it's also not about being 
arrogant and cocky and just, you know, I'm graduating the college, so give me the director's title. You, you'll be surprised, but it's a very common misperception through a lot of young professionals coming out of college of expectations. And I think a lot of this can come through to the potential employer as arrogance versus confidence. So I think that's how you tone it, how you model your own presentation, but it should be interesting. It should be catered to the specific employee. It should be driven by the passion. You should really do what you love because that's so much easier to be successful and to wake up every morning. You ask me how I do that and stay late because I just love what I do. And that drives me through lows and highs. That's what drives me through, you know, long business trips or sleepless nights. That's what drives my thinking outside of what I've been tasked to do. Because I don't just do that. My passion makes me think broader. Like, what else? How can I make bigger impact, more impact, this and that? I go to the stores, not because I just do grocery shopping. I go to the stores to check on aisles to see what competitors are doing. It's not on my job description, but that's just my passion in my life. So this elements of little things, if you think about them, can be really incorporated in your elevator pitch because they will be true to you. They will be true to who you are with the field that you're exploring that you want to get into. And I can guarantee you that people sense genuineness and they sense passion. And that will help you stand apart from a lot of competitive students from other colleges or other places or fields. Your passion is definitely very infectious. I can <laughs> feel it you know, uh, <laughs> all the way to, to here. You know, the, the top role within many uh, organizations in the marketing field is the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer. I think you are really on the pathway there. Now, how do you start as a student coming out of college? How do you set yourself up? Where do you start and how do you start in order to set you up to go all the way to the top role in marketing, if that's what you would choose to do with your life? It's a great question because I think I would suggest us unpack the definition of the CMO in the, in the business environment. So I think CMO is really embodies a leadership role, pretty much tasked with driving business performance through direct or indirect inter interactions or impact on the consumer or through the consumer. And CMO as the leader, as a very cream of the crop of the company is really not only responsible about marketing of its own, but CMO is responsible of driving strategy around consumers, strategy around packaging, strategy around product and execution, of course, around that strategy and execution around creative aspects of the business and alignment of the consumer insights to the creative marketing communication that is being executed in a marketplace. It's also very good understanding of the people management because at the CMO level, you are the leader. You don't necessarily do work yourself, like digging into the specific reports, but you need to be equipped with skills to lead teams that might be quite diverse. It can be product development team, creative team, marketing, brand marketing team, portfolio team, retail marketing team, trade team. It can be all different sorts of teams that you need to know how to navigate, how to direct, and also be a subject matter expertise in order to provide advice, consult, and make decisions. So ability to understand those verticals is important. Lead teams is important. And also have good grasp on finance, because as the leader, executive leader, you're ultimately responsible in public company 
for example, for the shareholders' value in private company in driving your top line or eventually getting profitability from your PL. So marketing is usually seen as expense center. You spend, 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 but you need to make sure that you bring money back through what you do. So when you think about the CMO pass, there are different ways how you can get there. You, I've seen careers being made through finance where people were starting in finance and they were touching consumer insights and they ended up in branding and then combination of those skills and the business, I would say, wired mindset helped them propel to the leadership space in the CMO seat. I've seen them climbing up all the ways through just pure marketing and a little bit of product development and a little bit of customer service and getting it in there. But in my opinion, it's a combination of very business savvy mindset. You need to think at the business owner, its ability to think through numbers, but it's also consumer at heart. You sell to the person, you sell to the consumer one way or another. So deep rooted understanding of consumer insights can also help you get there if you have accompanying skills. So it really depends, but CMO is a strategic leader. It's the person, one of the few on top to drive business forward and to drive the entire shareholders value up. Thanks so much for sharing. I really love that. So the last and final question for today is if a Chapman student is struggling, trying to pick a career or trying to figure out where they're going at Chapman, what do you think one piece of advice that you would give them in terms of firing their inner drive to be successful or where should we look on this campus? You know, I think Chapman provides such an incredible opportunity of tapping into so many different areas of business and so many different areas of career exploration that I think it's students should definitely take advantage of, first of all, speaking to the faculty, speaking to the speakers the faculty brings over to understand days in life, what real life of that person is at their job. Because when you think about finance, it's a very broad field. When you think about marketing, it's a very broad field. And sometimes as a young professional, you don't really know where you would find a fit. But again, going back to what I've mentioned earlier, we all have some passions inside us. And I think the spark of that passion in a combination of the skills that you've learned, hard skills. If you go into marketing, it can be skills in software analytics. You can learn something in Tableau. You can learn something in Power BI. You can be very good in data. And this data skill set with, combined with the passion for consumer can make you an excellent business insights v, vice president or senior vice president or chief of consumer insights or business analytics. It's an incredible field. And I think in many ways, maybe under appreciated in, in many students' minds, but it's extremely powerful area for a lot of people, very mentally stimulating and very rewarding for the business. So talking to the faculty, talking to the people on LinkedIn that might be third, second connection to somebody you know, informal interview. I've done so many with so many students for them just to learn, what do I do? And I'm hopeful that that provides insights for them to make a decision. Am I passionate about it? Would I see myself doing this every single day? Like right before Thanksgiving and right after Christmas? Like, would I sacrifice my vacation for that? So I think that's important. Getting to know what really is out there in the field that you are interested in. Is it a fit? What a great way to end uh, with Olivia talking about her passion for a career in marketing. It was so great to see you again today, and we are really thankful for you uh, sharing uh, a few uh, information pieces about your career and life in general as well. Thank you so much, Olivia. 
Thank you, Dean, and thank you, Tori. Hi there, Dean Henrik Kronqvist here. Before we go, I want to give a very special thanks to Chapman University alumni and MBA, Caroline Reebok, who produces this podcast and arduous alumni, Lauren Belzer, who is our social media and communications manager. If you want to watch this conversation on YouTube, we'll include the link in the description of this episode. You can also keep up with us on social media at Chapman Arduous. New episodes of the Campus to Career series air every month. We've got a lot of great talks coming soon, so be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this now. See you next time.